47 years of rich history and Australian Stockhorse bloodlines. The Dolby Stockhorse Sale is the largest affiliated Australian Stockhorse Sale in the nation. The Dolby Stockhorse Sale and this episode is brought to you by the Raywatt Rural Dolby and the Darling Downs branch of the Australian Stockhorse Society. Find them on Facebook. I'm Caitlin Hewitt and this is From the Saddle. Welcome back to our final bonus episode for the Dolby Stock Horse Sale. Well, it was an event to remember by so many and for lots of reasons. Queensland had an extremely wet November which resulted in so many roads leading to Dolby being cut due to flood water. Along with the rest of the nation, we sat by watching and wondering what the committee were going to do. Were they going to cancel? Were they going to postpone? Were they going to proceed? Rain kept falling, water kept rising, and I'm sure the stress levels for the committee did too. Vendors travelled hundreds of kilometres out of their way to get to the event, and I bet they're glad they did. Records were set, and it's not an event that will ever be forgotten. Joining me today, we speak with David Felsch and Jim Ryan. Just a couple of blokes that make it all happen, but you can hear why and the passion behind it all. From the saddle. From the saddle. David, a very successful 2021 sale. Mate, it didn't start off smooth sailing. Let's let's talk about the lead up and, and how intense that was. Uh, the lead up was fairly intense because we set the sale up the week before the actual sale. So not not the week of the sale, the week before it. And we did know that it was going to be, you know, we had all that rain the week before and I knew Tuesday was going to be wet, but I thought that was enough time for, you know, the water to go down and, and everyone to get here. And once I'd made that decision, I just had to stick with it because we had high gear, um, you know, vendors were turning up on Monday. We had heaps. Of, yeah, so there was just too much involved. To actually cancel it, there's more. There's more involved to cancel it. There is to to run the event, and then we had the the support and the backing of a lot of vendors as well. So that made that that made that decision a lot easier. Jim and I were on the same page, and he felt the same as me. So it was all systems go. Yeah, like you said, you know, there's a lot of a lot of things that come in a factor when postponing or cancelling an event to that scale. And unfortunately, you guys were deeply committed, and and some vendors had already travelled a really long way. So pulling the pin and postponing it wasn't as easy as it seemed to a lot of other people. No, and it never is. It never is. I spoke to a good friend of mine who said I've postponed a bullseye before, and, it, and it's never the same, and it's never that easy. So for me, it wasn't an option, and I had to. <laughs> I mean, I had to uh, be the one that was going to take the fall if it if it didn't work. So, but mate, it did work. It paid off, and and it was a really successful event. So let's let's talk sale results. In the end, you had two hundred and fifty lots on offer and two hundred and thirty seven sold. Yeah, I think it's two hundred and thirty six. Righto. So. Originally, 289 lots were catalogued and obviously some were withdrawn, but there weren't too many that pulled out. 293. It's interesting. We had a, um, a lot of injuries here at the ground, even people unloading horses and getting cuts and what have you, and we, and we had a fair few injuries. You get that. Generally, we lose 10% anyway. Um, we lost a little bit over 10%, so it was pretty, it was pretty normal. Yeah. 
So not, you know, like you said, with, with all the conditions that were happening, that's, that's not too bad. No, it was good. It was a great result with the amount of horses. I mean, Amy Maloney deals with more of those calls than I do about people pulling out due to flood. Not, I only heard of one. I don't think I heard of another. I, I might have heard of two, but one was flood and COVID, the border restrictions and what have you. So um, they decided not to. I mean, it all plays a part, but we managed to we managed to offer up 250 horses, which is for Ray White. That's a record for us. We've never we've never sold 250 horses here. I think the most we've catalogued is 256 and sold 228 or something like that. So look, it was it was incredible. 2020 has had 189 with an 88 percent clearance um, and a gross sale of two million four hundred fifty one thousand dollars. So that was 2020. And at that point, that was incredible. Yeah, and if you look <laughs> at 2021, you guys had. 250 lots on offer, 236 sold, so that's a 95% clearance for a total gross of $4,567,000. That's over $2 million increase. Yeah, it was it was unbelievable. It was, you know, sort of took the words out of my mouth. It was, yeah, quite a surprise. I, I did think it would average a little bit more. I think we, us here at Ray White, had a little bit of a, a joke around and, you know, I, I said, oh, I think it could average somewhere around the 16 mark. So for it to go to 19 or, you know, on the way to 20, I, I, it was incredible. What was the vibe like around the sale ring? Were, you know, did it feel different to other years or what? Uh, a lot of people were saying it was going to be a, a pretty hot sale and that, you know, that it was there was a good catalogue of horses, a very strong catalogue of horses. As of Wednesday by lunchtime, we had sunny weather the whole time, so that changed everyone's everyone's persona. I suppose you'd say it was. Um, I do know what it was like on Tuesday when it was just raining and raining and raining, and I just thought, "Oh my god!" But oh, yeah. by the time the sun had come out, things had started to dry up. The spirits were high. Everyone was saying how thankful they were. The sale was on. We did have some water in some stables and that sort of stuff. Unfortunately. We did everything we could to try and get on top of that and there's some the horses that pulled out, people could use those stables and whatever if they're dry. But um yeah, it was a, just a it was amazing. Yeah. Look, and you guys can only do what you can only do. You cannot control everything and you've only got enough manpower. That's true. That's true. And and with the grounds we're on we had to and the amount of horses we had to hire some portable stables and that was the driest spot that we could put them albeit at the back of them were, were a bit damp. We put wood chip and sawdust and what have you in there that we could counter it to try and counter it that can so- soak a bit of that up. But you're right, we can only do what we can only do. We can't control the weather. I'd love to be able to control the weather, but we can't. And we do we do our best. And we do have, you know, the horses horses in mind and the vendors in mind and all that sort of stuff. It's not like we just think, oh, bugger them, they'll be right. But we do we do everything we can to to help everyone and, and make sure they are as comfortable as they can be. So, mate, the top-priced mare, Malua Tilly Divine, Lot 100, was the last horse to go under the hammer on the first day. Was that incredible to be, you know, <laughs> that's that's big money for Dolby. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, um, that's the biggest ever, actually. So mm. it is, it's important that we get the, the high-ticket items over the line at the sale as a you know as a selling agent and that encourages people you know it just proves to people that we can do it and that that's what you know we want to do and we want to continue to do that and we want to keep those good horses coming back as well so 
a big thank you to Debbie Gesler who nominated that horse and entrusting us with the sale of that horse and you know, she she was on the phone to Bruce Birch, I think, and she was speechless at about fifty thousand dollars, and managed to go to one hundred and fourteen. So it was great, and just a Saturday night under lights and selling your last horse for one hundred and fourteen thousand dollars. We just had everyone's attention, and the bar was full, and it was yeah, it was it was a good spectacle. Yeah, congratulations! What a sensational sale. I bet you guys are really excited to to put the sale to bed and I guess bask in the glory. Um, twenty twenty two can only mean bigger and better. Yeah, absolutely, and and, and we hope that it is. Um, you know, we want to keep moving this thing forward and and keep improving every year, whether it be small things that we improve on. You know, Stock Live this year they did a fantastic job. The reason we went with Stock Live is they never say no to anything, and they and they just help you out and they get in and work as a team and. With all, with the one goal in mind, and you know, there's we we might we may play around with moving some cameras. I think next year, but they did a fantastic job. They had eight thousand viewers online over the weekend, and fifty eight horses sold, or fifty seven horses sold online, and they bid on sixty five percent or something. But that was something that we spent a fair bit of money on this year, and you know, obviously. With other parts of the sale, we are always looking to improve. So we'll improve, we'll try and improve the stock live, you know, the live stream thing again, get it all set up and go again. But we we just want to continue that relationship with them and yeah, just keep surging forward if we can. Yeah, well, congratulations, David, and I do look forward to talking with you a bit more and and yeah, seeing what twenty twenty two involves. Yeah, it's uh, bigger and better. Hopefully, I just like to say a big thank you to. Jim and Beck Ryan and Darling Down Stock Horse Society here in Dolby. They backed us the whole way and and we were thinking along along the same lines and we got the we got the job done. They got a camp draft, they compacted the, the program and changed things and everyone still got to have a draft and that was really pleasing. And not only that, the Ray White Network from far and wide come, they help, they do it for nothing. It's it's a really good feeling to have that support. Yeah. Teamwork makes a dream work. <laughs> That's what I say. <laughs> now, mate, I did um, have a joke with someone earlier. I'm going to claim the $2 million increase thank you to our bonus episode that we put on for the yeah, Ray White. Yeah, absolutely. What a, what a great marketing tool. We, you know, we, it's, it's new for us and we really appreciate everything you've done for us and you've done a great job. And I don't like talking on these things too much, but it was really pleasing to, to hear it and everyone's listening to it and it's been good for us. No, in all seriousness, it was it was a privilege to do this and we have enjoyed to do it. But some feedback that I did receive over the weekend was from a, a listener down south and she said, although that she's never purchased from either Nutrien or Dolby, these bonus episodes that we've put on have really influenced how she's bred horses this year and what she's looking for in the future. So, which is really good. It's it's opening people's eyes up and it's giving yeah, it's giving them a great insight to what these sales are all about and and future planning. And that's the reason why you do what you do and and we pay to support you. And that's you know it benefits us all in the long run. And and I think that's a great that's a great story. Yeah, that's really good. Really pleasing. So all the best and congratulations again. You guys have earned a beer and I hope you guys have more than one. 
We we will, but it's not over yet, Cradlin. <laughs> we have pack up. Oh, I know the dreaded pack up. Not as many up. people turn up at pack up that they do it. Set, set they up, sure don't, we'll get mate. through it. They sure don't. <laughs> All the hard work doesn't simply end at you know the last lot on the sale. It it goes for quite some time after that, and it's an incredible effort. Thank you, Cradlin. Appreciate it. From the saddle. Ray White Rural Dolby specialise in residential, rural and livestock sales marketing. The Darling Downs branch of the Australian Stock Horse Society is a non-profit organisation and together they host the largest affiliated Australian stock horse sale in the nation. Alongside an incentive camp draft program highlighting the quality pedigree, ability and performance of the Australian stock horse breed. The Dolby Stock Horse Sale. Follow them on Facebook. From the saddle. From the saddle. Jim Ryan, thank you very much for joining us post-event. Um, mate, it wasn't smooth sailing. We understand that, you know, you guys did face a lot of challenges in the lead-up and there were a lot of people calling for cancel. Yeah, mate, um, it, was, it was a mammoth effort. But, um, yeah, no, look, we've pulled it up. We stuck to our guns. You know, we had to make a few little changes, tweak a few things here and there. But, Caitlin, it was just what you got to do to run the vent. You know, you, you work well with the punches, you know. Yeah. We spoke with David earlier and, you know, he explained that it's not just that easy to postpone or cancel. There's a lot of commitments that come into it and you're, you're pretty neck deep by Tuesday, Wednesday of the event. Oh, exactly. And it's, it's not about the costings of things either. It's about pulling off the job for your client. For the for the people that are that are making the effort to get there, just as much as we're making the effort to keep it going, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, mate, the program advertised, the camp draft program advertised, was obviously altered to suit the circumstance. Can you run us through what ended up happening in the end? Yeah. Well, we pretty much look. We came up with an idea. We needed to get some days. We needed to borrow some days so people could get here. So we had to can Thursday, which is we're even talking about turning can Friday and try to jam something in to give to them. People had paid the nominations, they'll bring in extra horses, but we had to let them know in time to bring them or not, you know, so they could leave them there and turn up and such and such. So what we, we come up with an idea to kill Thursday so that gives it, you know, let things dry out a little bit as well because, as we know, Tuesday, the weather pattern was coming. It looked good. You know, the weather looked good and we really worked on that weather pattern coming on good on Wednesday and it really and it did. So we were really banking on that. So what we did to help that is right, we had to drop something, so we dropped the novice and we combined the novice and the open and called it an open jackpot. So anybody that had it run could still have a run in that with their novice horses that were there or coming. And I think we nearly run about two hundred runs in that. And it really worked well, you know, like, well, for what we got, it, and it was a massive day. So, mate, was it well received? You know, what was the feel on the grounds? Yes, it was. Yeah, oh, it was, they just couldn't believe that we made that. Like, everyone pretty much had us, we couldn't do nothing like it. It was received very well. They would just said, mate, you've got something on the table, you know. We fed them. You know, they were, they were happy. They were happy they tried, you know, and we tried, yeah. That's what we did. and. You know, we, we give them something and, yeah, it's pretty hard, but we delivered it, you know. So talk results. Who walked away as the winners? 
Well, we had the um, the, the challenge stayed the same, which is good, and the rising star stayed the same too. So, which was, so that gave us time. And we planned out a good day of camp drafting, but and then we got a bit of um, in the finals we got to do on a Saturday. So yeah, so going back to the results. So with with the with the open jackpot, uh, the open jackpot we done. Uh, Joe Payne, oh. one of our good long term vendors, on Leland in style on a two sixty one. He was our winner for that, which was good. So yeah, and second spot went to Mitchell Young and Lachlan Ellis was third spot, and he came away with the um, saddle from the ASHS. So that was good, you know. So all that still went off. So that was your open novice jackpot, is that right? That was your novice jackpot with the Martins Livestock Sponsor and the Australian Stockwell Society. Right, yep. Now your challenge? Now the challenge, it still went as planned. So it was the Ray White Challenge. So the dry work for that, Nathan Wilson won that on Genlin's Elmery. And on the cattle work side of things, Luke McEwen took that out on Durawi Black Viper. And the overall winner was um, Luke McEwen on Durawi Black Viper on 304. And uh, you know what come with that? that that's where um, the Debbie Gesler, Donald Park, mm. the $5,500 Sligman Spin service fee was donated to Luke McEwen. Wow. And that will be the last time, um, yeah, so that'll be the last time you will get a um, service fee from Sligman Spin. So massive thank you to Donald Park and, um, and Debbie Gesler and what a weekend she had. Such a sensational sale for her. Um, that mare, yeah, that was incredible. That was incredible. And then the rising star. So when we finished off with the young ones, with the under-25s. So, and uh, it went to Jamie Clark on Richmond Ridiculous. So, a very successful weekend all round. Happy camp drafters, happy challenges, and happy bidders by the sounds of it. Massively happy bidders. And w- what about like the weekend when it fined up? It was just a normal Dolby stock or something. It got hot, mud started drying out, the money started flowing, the beer was cold. You know, the atmosphere just lifted and lifted every day, it dried out. It got lifted more and more and more. What was the atmosphere like, Jim? You know, people people drove hours and hours and hours out of their way just to get there. It was very emotional, Kayla. Honestly, I, I, I got it was very emotional when you seen the people turning up. Um, like Monday night, I wait two thirty in the morning. I started pulling people in with a tractor and chain. Two thirty in the morning, I two of us there never slept for nearly two days. We just pulled them in, and you know. It was very emotional as, as the things started happening and got better and better. You know, then you see, you know, Damien Bulmer, you know, one of our long-term vendors, you know, turns up every year with a really beautiful line of horses, had to cross the border through COVID, done that, crossed some waters to get here and turns up um, like 11.30 at night, shaking his hand, you know. Like, yeah, you, you tear up on stuff like that, you know, and they made, mate, we would never left an alert, mate. We knew you were going to make it happen, so we kept coming. You know, when you hear things like that, you know that just that spurs you along. It's an incredible industry, isn't it? Massive industry. It's a great industry. You know, the horse industry is becoming somewhere we can people can actually start making a bit of money, making a real lifestyle out of it. You know, it's it's a great thing, and I'm glad Dolby really gets to produce that. Mate, Dolby is just going leaps and bounds. You know. Each year we're seeing such a significant, I guess, improvement and increase on the sale. Well, 
we worked hard to do it. You know, like 47 years is, you know, you just that's not chicken feed after a while. The quality of the horses in the last 10 years has, has had to lift because we've designed that. The back box when first Rick took over, Rick Young, the Bomber Lancaster, and myself, you know, we, we did have a plan way back when we when we took it to a different level. So I believe it's got well, it is. It's 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 really paying off, and you know the committee's got stronger and stronger, and that you know you get your people that come and go. That's what makes it. You know, I just think you know you got to have the right ingredients to make the cake, don't you? Absolutely. That's what I was going to say. The committee seems to be driven. They're, you know, extremely focused and yet they're looking for ways to improve it and how can we better on it. And, you know, go back 30 years, doesn't matter what committee you're on, there's always those people that they got their feet stuck in the mud. But this year, you know, I've, I've been talking with a few of the committee members and, and they just seem to be really excited for the future. Yeah, they, we, we got a really good crew. You know, we have got a good crew in there and the beauty is we're all on the same side and we, we strive to what it's going to be. The best, scariest thing is where do we stop? You know, where is this going to take us? You know, someone said, hey, oh, is it riding on the cattle market? Is it doing this? I said, yeah, they're all little things that are working, but the horse industry has turned a page. I believe the horse industry has turned a page. Just in, in how it is... Um, you know, how it's perceived and the breeding and the people that are getting involved and you want to have the best horse now and you want to be able to sell the best horse now and I bred that horse, you know, that's happening a lot more now, you know, where the quality has just lifted, especially for the Australian Stock Horse Society. Mate, a true credit to you all to pull that event off. No, oh, mate, it was good. And Dolby's just not about the sale, you know, it's an event. The people know they can come, relax, have a talk with their mates, you know, it's a camp draft, it's an event, it's a sale, it's memories. You know, we create memories. Perfect. Absolutely perfect. Well, Jim Ryan, I look forward to seeing what more things you create in 2022 and I, I do hope the weather's a bit kinder next year. Oh, look, we beat it, so we'll beat it again, Caitlin. Nothing you can't do. Nothing we can't do. <laughs> Mate, I will let you go and rest up and I thank you for your time and, um, yeah, look forward to talking to you soon. Nah, thank you very much and thank you for all the team from the saddle. You've been tremendous for us and um, yeah, we look forward to um, joining with you again next year. Can't wait. We'll be there. We'll promise we'll get there next year. Let's hope the weather allows us to do that. Very good, Caitlin, and a Merry Christmas to everybody and a big shout-out to everybody. Thank you. Hopefully you all got home safe and you people that are still travelling to get home. Look forward to catching up with you again in 2022, guys. Thanks, Jim. Right on, mate. See you, bye. From the saddle. Ray White Rural Dolby specialise in residential, rural and livestock sales marketing. The Darling Downs branch of the Australian Stock Horse Society is a non-profit organisation and together they host the largest affiliated Australian stock horse sale in the nation alongside an incentive camp draft program highlighting the quality pedigree, ability and performance of the Australian stock horse breed. The Dolby Stock Horse Sale. Follow them on Facebook. From the saddle. From the saddle. So let's just recap on that top price mare. An 11-year-old mare side by Hazelwood Conman. $114,000. I spoke with Evan Acton earlier today and here's a little something he had to say. Well, 
Uh, we've been breeding stock horses for a long time, since 1974, and she's still one of the, the mayor uh, Tilly Devine, still got all the good heritage stock horse bloodlines, and she's also by Conman Terry and Christine Hall. Uh, top stallion, which we have a stallion by him too, out of a really good stock horse mare, and it's uh, bloodlines mainly, plus the performance. She'd won a novice draft and an open draft, and also she had bred a foal or two, which was important to us. That we know she's a proven breeder and a performer, and uh, we'll be able to compete on her, and uh, we will breed with her. We'll Usually embryo our good mares every year and still compete on them until they're about 18 or 20. She's gone back to uh, Debbie Gessler at Donald Park because it's too hot and too uh, humid and flies. And if you get a big wet season up here at Julia Creek area at northwest Queensland, it's not real good for horses in uh, January, February. So we'll, we'll leave it here with rains, we'll leave it down there and... Uh, when we can in the next month or so, we'll uh, get some embryos taken out of her. Bloodlines and uh, performance, that's the main thing you look for. A really good temperament horse, one that we can all ride. We're going across the back to Selagid's Spin, which is uh, Donald Park's stallion of Slegman's Spin. We've got a few of those foals out of our stock horse mares, and their first cross quarter horses have been pretty good to us. And not only ours, there's quite a few around their general area and uh, been proven uh, camp drafters crossed over stock horses, bloodlines. Now let's just recap on the sale that was. 250 lots went under the hammer and 236 sold for a 95% clearance, an average of $19,351 and a gross of $4 million $567,000. That's 2021 in a nutshell. Now, 2020, if we compare, had 189 lots, 166 cleared for an average of $14,765 for a sale gross of $2,451,000, a $2 million increase in 12 months. It's an incredible effort by all and it is a mammoth effort and task. We want to congratulate everyone that was involved and that made it happen and to all the vendors that travelled the roads just to get there and it is an incredible time to be a part of the horse industry. We'd like to thank Ray White Rural Dolby and the Darling Down Stock Horse Society for working with us this season and we look forward to having them back and doing it all again in 2022. Thanks to our sponsors, Ray White Rural Dolby and the Darling Downs branch of the Australian Stock Horse Society. Follow them on Facebook. I'm Caitlin Hewitt, the founder and co-host of From the Saddle. I started this podcast because I knew important stories from rural Australia weren't being told. We hear stories of triumph and tenacity, heartache and loss from rodeo riders, outback ringers, cattle traders, bronze sculptors and more. From the Saddle is an independent podcast. It's just us telling stories that matter to our community and we are so stoked that nearly 100,000 people have joined us for the ride. 
We're looking for partners this season to help tell these stories because we think they're worthy of being told. They're a part of our history and possibly our future. If you're interested, we'd love to hear from you.